0: Welcome back to Lisa and Leo. We're glad you're here today. I would like to dedicate this show to Robert Crenshaw, an old friend who just reached out to me and said, why did I not know that you had been on the radio? So Robert, this is the podcast version. On Thursdays, we will be trying to post some of our old radio shows for those of you who are nostalgic or for those of you who just want to hear what it was all about. But for today, today I have something on my mind.
1: Only today? <laughs> Every day you have something on your mind.
0: Would you like to know what it is? I would. Okay. Here's and my...
1: wait, before you do that, I'd like to know, Robert, why didn't you know <laughs> we were on the radio?
0: A lot of people didn't. We were a local sensation, Ooh, right?
1: I like that, a sensation.
0: So here's my question, Leo. Go ahead. Can bad things be good for you?
1: Oh, there's so many different things that are going through my mind.
0: <laughs> Let's start with relationships. Can a bad relationship be good for you?
1: Is this a test?
0: <laughs> Why, do we have a bad relationship?
1: No, no, no. What what I've found with you throughout the years that we've been together, 23 years or so, Uh-oh. is that everything is a test. And then you'll say, oh, you passed that test. Or you'll look at me later and say, y- you know... You know, it was a test, right? And, and you <laughs> failed miserably. So I, I can I never, never tell. say that. And, and just for everybody's edification, we don't discuss these topics ahead of time. I, I come in and, and you just spring stuff on me. Usually. So is this a test?
0: No. Okay.
1: Then, then I, in relationships, I don't know. I, you know, being a divorce attorney, uh, when I think of a bad relationship, or something or, or person that's bad for a relationship. I think of toxicity.
0: Yeah, of course. So Well, I don't know that toxic relationships are ever good for you. But let's go on to a different oh, category go to food, okay? food. Okay. You seem to be stumped.
1: Go go to food.
0: <laughs> How about food. A car accident. Can a car accident ever be good for you? Yeah. Tell me why.
1: Well, there's, there's potentially money that comes with a car accident. Oh,
0: the money factor. See, that's interesting It's, it's that your, you choose money. Your because...
1: injury versus the <laughs> money that you get for your injury.
0: Because I was thinking more like, what if you're driving along on this road and you're sad and you just broke up with your significant other and boom, somebody hits you from behind and lo and behold... It's your soulmate. What
1: movie is that out of? <laughs> I, I know I saw that in a movie. What, what what movie was it? Where I have
0: no idea. The
1: person, oh, I know what movie it was. Um, it was the one with Blake Lively, wasn't it? Where she was hit on a bicycle by somebody who then became the true love, which was Harrison Ford, but then she gets struck by lightning and never ages or something like that. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah, and you know what? Eat, pray, love. Doesn't Julia Roberts get run off the road on her bicycle by Javier Bardem, and he becomes her true love?
1: I don't know, but did it really work out in the long run? And <laughs> the whole eat, pray, love thing—you know—not exactly my my movie. The Blake Lively movie was was adorable.
0: My favorite part of that movie was the eat part when they were just eating their way through Italy. Oh, I'm more of a prayer person. Oh yeah, of course you are. Okay, so your relationships, total romantic car idea of a car
1: accident where you bump into your true love, and I'm sure that Why that's happened that out happen. there. And if and if it's happened to any of you out there, then please reach uh, out, give me a call. Otherwise, you know there is a lot of money in auto accidents. <laughs> Uh, so
0: interesting and, and that you focused on the money.
1: I can remember in New York and I, and I think there's it's still happening. like there were organized car accidents. I bought a, really? I bought a dash cam for our car for a number of reasons, including there are situations out there that people will back up like at an exit ramp, mm. into your car okay. so that yeah, theoretically you're responsible for your front and their back, right? And your but they bag back is... But, but they back up into your car to make it look like you were going too fast and you hit them. And it's a way for uh, it to become uh, insurance scams. They have millions and millions of dollars, I believe. They, they uncovered a couple of very organized uh, rings in, in New York. I, th- I think there were Russian rings that, that did this. Wow. So, so, yeah... And for attorneys, hey, auto accidents can be great as long as it's not <laughs> happening to you. I mean, we've we've we don't do personal injury, but we've sent a number of personal injury cases out, and uh, we've done okay just by sending someone a name.
0: Well, when I was growing up, something that was considered very bad for you was smoking marijuana. Can that be good for you?
1: You know the smoking thing. I I'm not. I'm not a smoker, as as you know, I've never smoked in my life. I was I had a grandfather that smoked like a a chimney uh, and had a father that that did the same. I I never got that, uh, probably because I was an athlete and I didn't think of the smoking. But I will tell you from visiting uh, Colorado on on a number of occasions, the edibles aren't uh, so bad. So do you mean it as in, is smoking marijuana bad for you, or is just marijuana bad for you? Well,
0: I guess marijuana in general, it's very controversial still. And I think that the federal government's refusal to legalize marijuana is really hampering science and their ability to conduct the studies that they need to figure out what the good and the bad effects are especially of long-term marijuana users. I mean, I have friends that have been getting stoned (laughs) since they were 10 or 11 years old and still are, probably on a daily basis. Don't worry, I won't out you, but you know who you are. And I believe it has affected their, um, what's the right word? Brain? Brain. Well, yes, the brain.
1: (laughs) It also, I believe, has affected... Their energy
0: levels. uh, For
1: males, uh, semen levels, doesn't it? I think so. So so I've heard.
0: Your brain can be impaired. It can be harder for you to focus, to learn, and to remember things if you smoke.
1: You know a real stoner when they forget how to open the bag of Cheetos, (laughs) right? (laughs) Look, are there benefits to it? As you say, I I believe the federal government... uh, still categorizes it as what like a a narcotic a class one drug or something like that that has no benefit whatsoever so the people that are growing it now we've moved to a state where recreational is is legal we moved out of a state florida where it was uh for medical purposes only but i mean all you had to do was walk into a doctor's office that was set up next to the dispensary and say hey i have anxiety and they said oh or depression yeah and, and here you go um
0: yeah, or aches and pains. Right.
1: But, you know, because of the federal government, anyone who's producing it is still subject to a federal raid, federal prison time, even if it's legal in the state for medical use.
0: That's true. So it does make your heart work harder. I don't know if any of you have ever noticed that after you smoke marijuana or you ingest edibles, your heart rate goes up and it can almost double to 120 beats a minute. For at least three hours after the effects of the smoking or the ingesting kicks in. And if you like edibles, if that's your thing, remember, (laughs) I'm sure most of you know this already, that it takes 30 minutes to two hours before you feel anything. And um, in the
1: meantime, you keep throwing more back.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Because it has to get through your digestive system first before the THC actually gets into your bloodstream. And the THC is the component that gets you high. Very different from the CBD that we see advertised everywhere, creams, lotions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And that seems to have good benefits for many people. And so there is a an upside. Also, I think, hey, life is so nuts that sometimes it's just nice yeah. to kick back and and chill and have something that just takes the edge off the insanity that's going on in the world today let's go to the medical
1: side for a minute though Mm -hmm. uh where you had informal studies done by parents i mean who were experimenting because their children had epilepsy true and they found what was it charlotte's web strain of marijuana which is very very low i think on uh, thc uh but their children stopped having seizures I remember a friend of mine who was dying uh, many many years ago, well before I met you, from a, a woman I met at college uh, who was dying from breast cancer, and I believe she was given pills that were basically the uh, marijuana or THC pills to help relieve pain uh, for her. Yeah, uh, and she was taking that. So there, there's benefits, s- some benefits that that, that are real.
0: Well, when you get stoned, dopamine is released into the brain. We know that's the feel-good chemical, right?
1: Same thing when you exercise. So exactly. So you, you, can, you can do that rather than exercise.
0: There are some downsides, obviously. You can become addicted, definitely. But here's your favorite. Wait, wait. Let's, if we're talking about getting high. Wait,
1: one second. Let, let me go back to this before we leave marijuana.
0: Okay. Because...
1: We keep hearing the stories, and, and I giggle every time I hear the stories, <clears throat> but they're tr- they're real, and and some people get really messed up, and they end up going to the hospitals. Like you'll you'll hear a, a story of a wedding where somebody bakes brownies and they give them to everyone Oh, I know. Or they spike drinks. That's true. Uh, with uh, with edibles, THC uh, oils, or whatever. True. And and some of the uh, elder people. <clears throat> And I say that gingerly, being that apparently I'm now one of the elder people. (laughs) Uh,
0: They freak out. They freak
1: out. They end up having to go to the hospital. I mean, like in full-blown, almost panic attack modes.
0: Well, you could be taking medications that it interacts with. It can make people paranoid. People have described feelings of paranoia.
1: But remember, if someone's actually after you, you're not paranoid.
0: (laughs) Well, the other thing that I didn't know was that It can cause complications during surgery. If you are a habitual user of marijuana and what they consider a chronic user is someone that uses it at least once a week. Wow, okay. It can affect how anesthesia works on the body. And that's scary. There's actually an American Society of Regional Anesthesia and Pain Medicine, and they issued guidelines this year urging you to share with your doctor whether or not you use marijuana, how often you use it, what type you use, the quantity you use, and most importantly, how recently you used it before you are undergoing any kind of surgery. It may take 10 times the amount of medication to keep you asleep during surgery if you are a marijuana user so yikes wow make sure you tell your doctor now the downside of that of course is it winds up on your medical record and who knows where that winds up so sure i don't know how honest you want to be there but there it is the fungus among us as they say (laughs) we are no fungus is a bad thing we're taught to believe fungus is bad can fungus ever be good for you if you eat mushrooms again
1: uh, okay are we talking, you're speechless are, I, I am because uh, leo I'm, hates I, mushrooms. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if you're talking about the magic mushrooms the psychedelic mushrooms which all of a sudden in the last like two years became uh, mainstream
0: well on, i don't know on, if it was well, two years in, it, in the last but, two years you're seeing it but more it's and more, more in, widely in, publicized in public, yep.
1: publications yep anderson cooper went down to somewhere in south america <laughs> and, and went through a microdosing <laughs> session i yep. believe yeah. Uh it it it's coming up as is potentially like that
0: the miracle miracle cure. cure
1: for all of the bad things that happened in the past.
0: Well, let's separate the two. We have the the edible mushrooms that we use in cooking, we have the psilocybin mushrooms that we use for straightening out all of the problems that we've ever had since childhood. The thing about psilocybin is and I I know people out there are going to disagree with me, but having studied psychology and being a well-informed human, I think that the most important thing to remember is you kind of need people around you to help guide you, especially the first couple of times that you use it, because it greatly affects your brain. And you can have a really bad experience, and if you're all alone, and things turn bad. You need people around you who love you, who will be protective of you, and help create an environment that calms you and soothes you and gets you through that difficult time.
1: Didn't the pilot that they just arrested, who tried to shut off the uh, engines mid-flight, wasn't he on uh, doing some
0: mushrooms? I did not read that. No. no. I think
1: I think he was. I think he was doing some mushrooms. But
0: O M G, if that's true, yeah. right?
1: Look, I, first of all, let me be very clear. <laughs> a, I've never done magic mushrooms. And B, the other mushrooms, I can't stand.
0: I so know, but I, I've seen you eat them. I, I do.
1: I, I have exceptions. I've i eat, seen I eat you them. I eat them in, them. in uh, chicken or veal marsala. Yes, you do. Um, sometimes with like gravy or, or a heavy
0: sauce. type of
1: sauce on top of steak. On that, trying to placate and please your wife veggie pizza.
0: I mean, but you pick them off usually. I and give them. Save them I, for I, me. I give them to you,
1: <laughs> uh, and then occasionally, occasionally in in Chinese food, when I've missed picking it out of the stack of uh, vegetables in the hunang or garlic <laughs> sauce.
0: Well, I wish you would get to a point where you would learn to love the taste of mushrooms because they really are a delicious. Where are they addition. grown, Lisa?
1: Where are they grown, and what are they grown in? Because, you know, as you tell me, oh, it God. takes
0: it takes the earth and brings it into the vegetable. Well, how about well, truffles? You know, I mean, if you really want to get crazy. Well, I don't, I don't eat truffles either. But I mean, let's, let's talk about the mushrooms. Okay. There have been numerous cancer studies that show that eating about a quarter of a cup or a couple of mushrooms a day can lower your risk of cancer. By as much as 45%. I'm getting this from the UCLA Health how, how much do website. We, well, how
1: much do you have to eat?
0: About a quarter of a cup.
1: A day? hmm A day? Yeah,
0: just chop them up, put them in an omelet, uh, over your burger, in a salad, whatever.
1: Bye. I, I guess I'm going. I, My pers- <laughs> I, I just can't. I-
0: My favorite mushroom is the shiitake mushroom. That is included in the list of some of the best mushrooms that you can eat to help lower your risk of cancer. What's the
1: one that's like steak? That you that it it's it's portobello. Real, oh, portobello.
0: Okay. I love those too. Great flavor. They make an excellent substitute for red meat for those of us who like veggie burgers. Often we will find mushrooms in our veggie burgers. Delicious. Shiitake mushrooms also help. Keep your cholesterol levels low. I need to start eating more shiitake mushrooms again. They can inhibit the production of cholesterol, block it from being absorbed, and just lower the overall amount of it in your blood. So bad fungus, good for the body.
1: If if I told you that mushrooms and goat cheese in my (laughs) life have gone together, uh, would you understand what I'm saying? I do. I mean, uh, it
0: it was, <laughs> but those listeners out there aren't going to understand It, it, it.
1: was when I was dating between my uh, first marriage and second marriage, there was a couple of people I was with that uh, were into goat cheese and or mushrooms. So it's one of those things you eat once with someone and to then make you, an impression, and then you have to break up with them because it's just <laughs> n- never going to work.
0: so here's a cool, fun fact that I learned about mushrooms. They are the only produce that is a source of vitamin D. And
1: nothing else has vitamin D. No no vegetable has vitamin D.
0: That's what it says here. Yes, this again is from wow. the UCLA Health
1: you know what's, website. You know what's green and has vitamin D in it? The bottle of vitamin D from Nature's <laughs> Way that I take one pill out every night and, and, and put to in my this. mouth.
0: Listen to this cool fact portobello mushrooms which you've eaten and I love them. Yeah. If you expose them to sunlight for at least 15 minutes before you eat them,
1: glow in the dark?
0: You will increase the vitamin D that you absorb. Isn't that cool?
1: And I you know what? And if you grow them like close to the Fukushima power plant, <laughs> it's sort of like just irradiating your insides.
0: Oh, Okay, let's move on to another topic. How about exercise? Do we consider that a bad thing or a good thing? Too oh, much exercise I, is a bad thing, right? Well,
1: there are people that would disagree with you, but I, I think exercise is a good thing. But the bad thing is that we don't do it, <laughs> and I don't do it at all. I mean, that, that's the bad thing.
0: Well, you but, exercise. I mean, why, that's not Why do we
1: jump off of food so fast? I mean, why don't we talk about something like a hard salami? Okay? That's never good for you. Hard salami and cheese.
0: Well, it makes the wine taste better. So you
1: mix it with wine. Isn't this the French paradox? (laughs) As long as you drink red wine with anything, it like kills off any of the badness of it.
0: Well, moderation, that's the big word here.
1: Like three pounds of brie.
0: Moderation. And two
1: glasses of a French Bordeaux.
0: No, I don't think you can eat three pounds. Your cholesterol is zero. I don't think you can eat three pounds. I think you have a little bit of brie, a little bit of bread, and okay, bread is bread. Is bread a
1: bad thing for you? It can be. When you eat a whole loaf, I can tell you from the weight I've put on from the start of the pandemic, a whole loaf of bread is a snack. Is (laughs) is one? You know, when you're 14 and your metabolism. Is about thirty thousand calories a day. Oh, I know. Then a loaf of bread just keeps you in the even keel. A loaf of bread at my age uh, now puts on two the pounds. pounds.
0: Yeah? yeah, of course it does.
1: So every look, everything that's good can be bad, and, and and some things that are bad
0: can be good. Can be good. Well, that's my question. Which bad things are good for you?
1: I can name a few, but I won't. Am I
0: a bad thing?
1: No. You're probably the best thing that ever happened to me.
0: (laughs) Oh, that is so sweet. That is really sweet. I wasn't sure if I wanted to touch on this particular bad thing, but I decided I would. Arsenic. Arsenic is a poison. It can kill you. I think of one of my favorite movies of all time with Cary Grant, Arsenic and Old Lace. Okay. And
1: why have you been searching arsenic on your Google searches, <laughs> by the way? I,
0: I haven't been. And what, All I did was search the movie. And what,
1: and what <laughs> dose is bad? What, what is that search all about?
0: Well, I can tell you which dose is good. I can tell you exactly the dose and the length of time uh, for arsenic to be good for you. As a cancer survivor, and most of you do not know this about me, but I'll just put a little bit of it out there. I was treated for my cancer with arsenic. You were. And that is what cured me.
1: And it's the only cancer that there has been any research that they found that arsenic, and specifically, by the way, it's not just arsenic, it's arsenic trioxide.
0: That's right.
1: Um, and given intravenously. Yep. Was, and it was a
0: miracle cure. It was. And it, it was a mantra of mine. Daily, because I was treated five days a week for many, many, many months, that this poison that was going into my body on a daily basis was going to cure me and make me whole again, and it did. So there are some things, shockingly, that are bad that can be good for you. And I have to thank the Chinese for this treatment because it was developed by them. I don't even want to think about how many years and how many people didn't make it so that they could perfect the amounts and the, the time limit that the human body can withstand something like that. And most cancer treatments are like that, I would think. What?
1: Well, they're poison.
0: That you are given a poison that kills cells. It kills bad and good cells. And your body miraculously knows how to compensate, and keeps you alive in spite of it. Well,
1: what was the great upside, do you remember, to using uh, arsenic trioxide rather than using traditional chemo? Tell me. You were not required to get a bone marrow transplant. With, with regular right. chemo, you would have been required to have a bone marrow transplant. That's right. And the arsenic trioxide mixed with uh, a, almost, uh, basically a toxic level of vitamin A, mm-hmm. that combo was your essentially chemo
0: yes it was my my life-saving cocktail so that is a perfect example of something bad that can be good for you now i was wondering if you had any feeling about (laughs) we've discussed food we've discussed marijuana mushrooms arsenic is there anything else that you can think of off the top of your head
1: What that you're going to cover
0: that you know is bad for you but sometimes it can be good
1: no because i know it's a trap
0: it's not a trap no. go ahead l- let it out say it say it first thing that comes to the tip of your tongue
1: fishing going fishing
0: fishing <laughs> cheating
1: cheating okay <laughs> cheating <laughs>
0: Is that the word?
1: <laughs> like cheating at cards, cheating at Wordle.
0: Well, I wouldn't cheat at cards if I were you. You could get your legs broken for that. That's <laughs> true.
1: Is cheating good for you?
0: Can cheating ever be good for you? You yeah. don't have to discuss uh, I, look, any personal situation. At
1: one point, you know, I'm just throwing it out it, there. At one point, before I met you, mm-hmm. I yeah, I, I thought it could
0: be. But and was it over? In, looking, in some ways, in looking back, um, it can boost self-esteem. Yeah,
1: it it does. But you know, the, the, when you start to look back at the ramifications of of everything, uh, it, it's overall not something that I would recommend.
0: Yeah, no, I agree.
1: You know, if it's over, it's over. You you should
0: move on. Move on. Yeah, I think so. What about lying?
1: Is lying good? You know, Can I, it ever
0: be good for you?
1: I, I've never thought it was good at all. Uh, but I'm there, not a
0: liar either. But
1: there are people out there that that think that lying is is okay.
0: It's the way to go.
1: I would find it very difficult to remember <laughs> the lies. I know. I mean, honestly, it,
0: it it for you, it would be a mess.
1: You know, we you know we see this in people's personal lives and we see it professionally I mean I, I see it oh don't we ever as a lawyer all the time yeah. I mean it's it's just unbelievable I don't know how people get away with it but I, I couldn't figure out if I'm telling one lie to one person another lie to somebody else how do, how do you remember who you told what to you unless can't. you just have one lie and you stick with it this is why I could never like go into witness protection or something. <laughs> I mean,
0: you wouldn't remember your no, name, No,
1: I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't remember my name or my cover story. And then, you know, if I saw somebody, somebody yelled on the out, street, hey, and yelled, Leo. that's it, I would turn around and go, yo, what? Hey. <laughs> right. Uh, I've always just found it better to be totally upfront, even on, you know, when you talk about cheating or whatever, too. I mean, how many stories do we hear continually that?
0: Well, in our profession, you know, quite a few,
1: somebody gets somebody's cheating with somebody and they get caught and they Mm. find out that the person that they were cheating with had no idea Mm. that they were married none Mm -hmm. whatsoever Mm -hmm. um it it is one of the the most common stories out there now you have to ask yourself hmm the fact that a person has a tan line on their wedding band finger (laughs) or that like mine I, i have a permanent indent there so even if i like spray tanned it There's still an indent where the ring should be.
0: Oh, if you cheated, I would know.
1: Oh, you would know, yeah.
0: Because you're not a very good liar.
1: No, I'm not a good liar.
0: Thank God. Yeah. Girls remember that. And guys. Or am I? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Leo, you've exhausted my list. I have more, actually, but I wanted to keep this one short. Oh, there's so many. For those of you that are just getting home from work, if you're pouring yourself a drink or taking a shower or just kicking back and unwrapping those mushrooms and getting ready to prepare them and your meal for this evening, I figured a short little ditty from Lisa and Leo might help get you from the day and the pressures of the day into the relaxation of the evening. So I hope you all have a very relaxing evening. And Leo. Lisa fungus is good for you.